That's right, everybody. I hope you're feeling hot, hot, hot. Because guess what? It is time for the first ever Is It Better Than Star Wars? That's right. Tonight, you know, we're going to talk about the docket. And we're going to dive straight in after that. Because we are talking about Is Some Like It Hot? Better than Star Wars. The AFI told us it was when they released their top 100 movies of all time. We're going to talk about tonight whether that's true or not right here on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! One of the biggest joys I have in life, yes, oh, is making you hang on to fly casual for a longer <laughs> than what would be a normal oh. period of time, where it's a little Why awkward. You realize that doing? I am impervious to that kind of awkward. You realize if you, make you pass are. out, you win. I will ride that L train all the way to town. It's because you're hot, hot, hot. I am. Is that me, Santa Claus? <laughs> I absolutely like honest. I don't want to. I don't want to break this for you, but I've never even noticed because I'm so busy trying to hit the button and make sure that I hit the button, even though I can't quite hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the I think the the best I had was on the Matrix episode. Oh, did I really? Did, did that one direct? I think that one was the one where I let the music play. Oh, yeah, just you did. A little, you did leave the music, and then I kept bringing the music back, but yeah. <laughs> You should have modulated it like it it sounded like a mirror was going down his throat. Well, Body now you're giving me ideas. Yes. I'm that's not against I do. any of these ideas. <laughs> we, um, we may have to do that in the near future. Yeah, it takes effort. There's effort involved in it. There's something that Fly Casual is dead set against. Well, I think we're just setting up future episodes. True. True. We're, we're setting that ball up so we can spike it when you least expe- ex- yeah. expense it. You don't want to buy that. No. You don't want to, you don't, you're like, hey, I wasn't budgeting for that. No. And then boom, expensed. Boom. Yeah. That's what yeah. happens. Just write it off. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Write it off. Right. Speaking yeah. of writing it off. That's what she said. Yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Do another fly casual. I am your, your basement aficionado. Uh, Mr. Corey T. Wilson on my left, uh, throwing, rubbing the table lovingly and getting ready to throw down Aww. and eight. crying out the eyeballs. You ever, you ever see, you ever see them, them <laughs> That's movies? That's where you normally cry, like, right? What's the, what's yeah, that movie with the Tom Cruise juggling all the booze bottles around and the guy from FX? Cocktail. Cocktail, right. I'll never forget a movie with cock in it. I, am I the only one that'll ever, th- <laughs> that'll ever identify that other guy as the dude from FX? Yeah, because I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, FX and FX too. Oh, 80s movies that no one appreciates anymore, but I love the guy was a special effects artist who gets involved in some shenanigans and has to use his special effects skills. I actually remember those titles. Yes. I never saw them. Brian Dennehy. Is he, Brian is he freaking Dennehy. I definitely is need to it? see it now. Donahue? Yes. Well, they had the same color hair. So I'm going to go with yes. But seriously, Tom Callahan Sr., was in that? Oh yeah, from Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm. The dude, the what, greatest from cinematic event of uh, all time. All time. I uh, do another the, shot. Yeah, the, but yeah, what I'm referring to is like whenever they pour a shot in those types of movies, 
uh, like cocktail, like they fill up the shot glass, like stupid full. Like yeah, it's, they do. it's yeah, basically they, like the molecular sweet. adhesion of the liquid to itself is the only thing that keeps it from just spilling out. The viscosity, running everywhere. Yes. yes, the viscosity. Ooh, viscosity. I like molecular adhesion too. No, viscosity is way better. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. You're right. Right. I'm right. Anyhow, viscosity that, and I. That is how full Mike <laughs> has filled. Yeah. His his uh his tequila shot glass. Oh no, that, where, that was rum, my friend. His rum shot glass. Mm-hmm. Well, it's and a rum and tequila. Now shot he's glass, doing so. horrible things to it that I don't yeah. even. Elizabeth Shue was in that. So I'll be doing the Garrett. Elizabeth Shue was in cocktail. That is act. Oh, I thought you meant in his uh, shot glass. Well, hey, pass that over here then. You I don't know horrible things to it too. Maybe she needs work. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue. That goes what? that goes back Wait, a long what? time. That she's a childhood crush, Gosh, and then she's grown into an adulthood crush. What? Oh, bye. What and versions I, of these movies are you seeing? First, you tell me Arnold Schwarzenegger's dingus is in Terminator. It is. And I don't remember seeing I that. Remember I just remember that. seeing his butt. But you're like, oh, no, there's, there's Termidong all over that film. And I'm like, and we're like all. Every five seconds. And now you're like, oh, no, Elizabeth Shue showed her boobies in all the second two Back to the Future it, films. And I'm just no, like, he thinks oh, every cocktail, He thinks every friend. movie. Adventure? He thinks every movie is Watchmen, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> He's like, oh, I love Adventures in Blue. In, I love Adventures in Booby Sitting. That was, it was blue. blue Dong. That's, that's different. Man. Yeah, that was Dr. Manhattan Dong. Yeah, is what that was. Yeah. Hang out on Saturn with his Manhattan Dong. It was Mars. Mars. What goes? Jeez, Mike. There wasn't. There wasn't even a ring. Watchmen. (laughs) Jeez, not very much. God, we'll get ready because actually, classic too. And it's Zack Snyder of the Zack Snyder films. That's the best one I've seen. You know what, Zack Snyder film I want to see. What Justice League? Oh, you got to give me the Justice League cut, baby. Cut of the Justice League. I everybody don't know how it could be much Justice League cut. Is the Arnold Schwarzenegger's dong in that too? I love how everybody Ooh. claims that this exists as if, as if he didn't stop work on it ages there was before a, There it was, was done. A, an article just this week about the cinematographer on the film saying it, it brought him to tears. This like, is the Snyder the, cut? Mean, yeah, the Snyder cut that doesn't exist brought you to tears. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, that's there you go. I mean a lot of things though. So what, did Zack Snyder just put it together afterwards in his basement like Topher Grace know. editing Jar Jar out of Star Wars? Is that Was how that he worked? cutting onions at the time? <laughs> yeah. Was he preparing a meal? Was he stabbing himself onions? in the eyes? Was that what he was <laughs> doing? That's after like, what, a couple, two, three weeks ago, Momoa was talking about, oh man, yeah, Snyder cut, man. Snyder cut. <laughs> The, the non-existent thing. Hey, okay. I've, I've seen the trailer, the it trailer for, or the 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 trailer that was built to go with it for Birds of Prey. Oh yeah, yeah. What? Go with what? Uh, it. Go. It what? went with it. What? It, with what? It. It. The movie. Uh, yeah, the, that's it, what I'm. Yeah. What? No, it went in front of it. Go with what? The it. The 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 film. That's, I know. The that's film what I'm that's asking. It. Yeah. Yeah. What's who, it called? Who, who well, we, it. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Chapter two of it. It what it, the movie what? the movie the movie that's the second movie about it the it, the it what what's it about? what is it it's third base what <laughs> anyway it. I, have you yeah. seen the Birds of Prey trailer that just came out like today that's like or a, a Star week Trek ago that's a Star a Trek thing right people listening to this show what's that's that? gonna roll that's a Star Trek. Yeah, so it's Thanks. full of red balloons. <laughs> yeah, it's, a it's all these red balloons, and you see someone no, that looks kind of like Pennywise on, right? sauntering through the balloons, and then the big Harley Quinn mallet swings through, and uh, and 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 Harley Quinn goes, "I'm just so effing sick of clowns," and like a balloon pops, you don't hear her drop the f bomb. 
Because yeah, it's like the Joker and Pennywise. So it's apparently double we're, meaning. we're doubling down on the 1990s era hot topic theme of these films, well, which is the exact wrong. Ev- it's exa- it's everything that's wrong with all of the. Well, I shouldn't say I all, can't believe that movie is still coming out. Movies. It sucks because she's good. She's good. Margot Robbie's good. A good, ca- good casting, good actress. Those, I mean, that Suicide Squad was pretty terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not Justice League terrible. It's not Batman versus Superman terrible. It's actually got a really- Justice League. Nobody likes Justice League. I liked Justice League. Well, you know, terrible. you have a thing for person. you have a thing for Sculpey clay mustaches. Apparently, <laughs> have you seen have you seen the cast list for Birds of Prey? It's actually pretty legit. Nope, but I've seen them screw up other. Is it cast. too legit to quit? Uh, it's got Ewan McGregor question. in it. Well, hell yeah! Then. Hello, Ewan McGregor's derpa, a bad derpa, guy derpa. in it. Hello, well, he didn't know he had Star Wars Obi Wan coming up. At Rosie point. Perez is in it. Oh, I do, like, I do like me some Rosie yeah. Perez. Oh no, no, you're yeah. so stupid, Man. Billy. Mary Elizabeth Winstead plays Ramona mm. and Scott Pilgrim. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard no. Yeah. Oh. That movie looks terrible. Well, I mean, I should, this teaser doesn't tell you anything except the movie's called like Birds of Prey. And then they gave it a subtitle to make sure you know Harley Quinn's also in it. It's yep. like, it's the splendiferous re- like redemption of, of the something verbose of Harley Quinn or something. I don't know. It's, it's, it's the dumbest Emancipation title. of something. So I have a question. It's like literally something. like the stupendiferous or some garbage word the, like that. The fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Why, when that you're watching dumb. trailers on YouTube, do you have pre-trailer trailers? Oh, uh, I don't trailers? want, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want, okay, Mike was there. Now we're at Howie. Trailerception. <laughs> Master Control. I hate this. It's almost like they were me? worried that Death starring me, like Yay. people were still trying to like get their screen, like they're, they're trying to turn their phone and get the screen to go widescreen, so they don't want to. You don't want to miss the first couple seconds of the trailer. So now they have to insert a right now the trailer for blah 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 the immense blah 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 begins now. And I, well, and I'm just first. like, why did you just play a trailer for the trailer? But first, this ad from Toyota. <laughs> no, that played before that. Yeah. Oh. And it annoys the piss well, out sh- of me. You should have got your widescreen on during the commercial. Here's this the trailer. Trailer for this kids program. But before that, we're going to play a pre-trailer of it. <laughs> yeah. Or, that is or in great front marketing. Of every single video you watch. We're, we're going to play a trailer, trailer for, for chapter it. two of yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Or a pre-trailer trailer. Uh, we, oh, you want to watch Peppa Pig? It. It. There you go. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> What? Peppa, it? Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Oh, no. It's I know a Peppa British Pig. cartoon yeah. with pig and all the creatures are live in a town and the queen is human for some reason. I don't get it. What if it became the I next Spider-Man? I think it's an Spider-Man. animal farm thing. That's when She's Daddy like, Pig bought his camper van. <laughs> we used to Daddy watch a pig lot is, of Peppa Pig around. Oh. Daddy Pig is Stalin. We're back that's, into Peppa that's Pig. That's what I got out house. of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it, what happens. Full circle. When you mm-hmm. keep going back to the library and checking out more kids, that's what happens. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kind of glad we're not full on Paw Patrol. Oh, man. Here's more kids yelling who do voices for characters in all these shows. Well, and Uh, they're the worst put together mm -hmm. plot lines. I don't get why kids are into Paw Patrol. Uh, I mean, dogs in outfits, I get that. That's only and it. And there's different vehicles but to make singing, toys out of. They're like of. singing the songs and they're like all over into it. And over and over. Chase is on the case. Uh, Although, you know what I'm saying? A couple of my kids 
get so excited about like television when they watch it. Yeah. Like they're yelling at the television. Don't do that. They're the like yelling at the characters. One time one of them, them threw something at the TV. Because <laughs> they got so excited. Like they were oh, intentionally trying to throw something. None of them like, that kid immediately. None right, of us tried to bull tackle it yet. <laughs> they jump up at the wall and just smear no. against the TV. They elbow drop it. Maybe they tap their elbow See, to I remember, warn that it's coming. There, uh, Garrick's crossbone down a few. I remember. Uh, <laughs> Yay, I remember uh, my daughter watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and Mickey is always trying to choke your kid for an answer. That whole show. Yeah. What? Which one of these tools do you think we should use now? You know that kind of thing. And my kid would just dead dead <laughs> ass stare at Mickey like my, a couple of my I'm kids. Watching, you stupid son bitch. But I will cut Pick you. It. <laughs> Like she would stare at him almost like with an angry look on her face, like let's get on with the program. You don't, you don't expect me to answer this, do you? Yeah, it's a damn wrench, you dumb mouse. Which one of these trees has the triangle shape? You know which one, you mother. You know that was my child, just staring at the TV, like get on with it. The one time I heard her answer, the one time, like I was like, what? She answered the TV. I think she realizes there's a possible interaction taking place. Like the rest of the time, she, I, in her head, I'm just thinking, does she just wonder why this mouse has like this weird tick where he talks to himself out loud for no reason? <laughs> That's my he's, kid. He's got a condition. Yep. Yep. We don't we don't make fun of Mickey's condition. You know, that's when they that's when they come for you. Speaking of coming for stuff. <laughs> Hey, it's time to talk about what's on the docket. Uh, I like I Garrett's laugh. something about that. <laughs> Careful, we're all going to start laughing stop. like one of the characters in the movie we're talking about today. <laughs> I can't do the laugh. Yeah. It's impossible. What, the Mickey laugh? I don't even, I don't even know. Hey! <laughs> Hi everybody, what's on, it's me, what's on your, your sticky wickets? I have a condition. Uh, things. Besides Garrick's mom. I said we oh, don't have to do what's on dude. the docket tonight. And y'all like, no, we're going to docusize this. I'm I'm going to go first then. Okay. Uh, oh, one of the things thirsties. I watched uh, over the Labor Day weekend by myself Ooh, by was last. John Wick the third. You did. Oh, that's a good movie. It's oh, a very, that's right. That's where we interrupted you with Bumblebee in the basement, right? Where, I had to turn up my movie <laughs> <laughs> to How get over the, the rumble of the floor. <laughs> oh my gosh! Below me, of the war, war on Cybertron was overcoming John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. I, now we're going to have a coffee fit when I'm talking about John Wick three. <laughs> oh, it's that good of a movie. He's all choked up. If John you've seen Wick. any of the John Wicks. I'd hope I've seen, seen one them. and two. You well, will not be disappointed by three. Real. You're prepared for three, Mike. Because <laughs> you need to have well, seen the first two. I'm probably going to rewatch <laughs> one and two before I watch three. You should do it. I did. I'm going to force my wife to watch it with me. Do it. I don't she think like there Keanu? should be any forcing about it. If, if she's any kind of human being, she will enjoy it. <laughs> if she's a human being, she'll love it. <laughs> yeah. No, Keanu doesn't show his dong. So There is no love. dong. That's true. I don't no. know about it. No, but this it. I don't know that the movie ever slows down. <laughs> nope. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of any slow parts. Sounds like part uh, one and two. Yeah. <laughs> There's a one part where he's in the desert. It was slowed down a bit. A little. Not for long. Not for, not for long. Not long at all. No, yeah. it's. I don't want to say too much, but it's. 
other than it's very enjoyable. Worth worth the watch, huh? Absolutely. Actually, the whole John Wick phenomena is interesting. Phenomena. Phenomena. John Wick shoots stuff. Phenomena. He does. John he doesn't Wick just shoot a bunch of people in the face and then he shoots the brains Stabs out, out to the floor. He kills them with a book. Seriously, I mean, I mean, again, I haven't seen the third one, but I mean, if the third is as good as the first two, I mean, it's, it's got some. It's just great. It's great. Action. Shoot them up. Just mindless action. I mean, there's a plot there, and it's fun and interesting, but well, and the timeline kind of is along the same lines of uh, like Last Jedi to uh, or sorry, The Force Awakens to Last Jedi. I mean, that's yeah, pretty much... Yeah. Whoa, whoa, what? That's it's, pretty much a timeline difference. You're losing yeah. son. Oh, I see what you're saying. It takes place a fart later. I see. Yeah. Okay. They're, yeah, it's basically one long story. For, for future reference, you should you should compare nothing to the last shot. <laughs> Ever. Two and, two and three are basically one long movie. Mike, you're going to yeah. eat those words one day because somebody someday is going to be, is going to walk up to you. You're going to be in the hospital. And they're going to say, Mike, what's it like having a malignant tumor? You're gonna be like, it's kind of like the. Oh no! Oh, I can't say it. I've, I've banned myself from the best comparison. I mean, it's it's bad. It's really, really bad. Oh, you can't understand. I'm gonna break my own rule. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. <laughs> he feels better. He got it out. <sighs> he, can, he can go in peace now. But that's his last words. His last, last words. His last words. Word. Oh, oh no! I put that on my tombstone. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> he loved The Last Jedi. Yeah, he, no! he died seeing his favorite movie of Dying, all time. crying out to watch his favorite film. <laughs> but we couldn't get it started in time because there were no physical copies of it anywhere. The kids were like, we were so confused because we hated that movie, but he must have liked it. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> it, was it, a mystery. Had it he didn't die until they actually started playing it. Yep. <laughs> and then he saw it. He's like, no, The Last his eyes lit up in either shock or fear, but I'm assuming it was joy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Michael go down in history as the greatest fan of the last Jedi that ever lived. <laughs> what are we talking about? John Wick something? John. I still yeah. watch. I still watch chapter two. Two and three are pretty much like one long four hour movie or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can literally watch them back to back, and in fact, back I recommend that. Two back. Yeah. That we don't so. forget anything. Yep. Yep. Uh, actually, actually, just so you know, it is slightly better than just a regular shoot 'em up because I like the whole. I always use the word mythology, but just the story that they've the mythos, played, the mythos, whatever. But that's what you, you know, say a lot too. That you have an assassin's guild of some sort, and you have this hotel that they can all go to. That when you're in there, it's like neutral ground. It's like you can't uh, the whole film to me is like, what if someone took payback? And gave it a lot of cocaine. <laughs> I like, I like Payback. It's I a do good movie. too. Yeah. You can hate on Mel Gibson all you want. He's made a lot of movies that I like a lot, and Payback is one of them. Yep, oh, I love that. Movie. I feel like Payback is one of the best modern noir films <laughs> that's been made in a very long time. It's hardly modern. It's twenty years old, but still, that's a good film. It is a good film. But um, I, just I, so you know, like falling down. Mm-hmm. John Wick is not a trilogy. Oh, I, I hope not. It's a quadrology. It's a forever uh, tilitude. 
<laughs> is it a palpatism? <laughs> it's, it's a saga. It's a palpatism. It's a saga. It is a saga. So John we, we might saga. get nine. Yeah. We might get some yeah. prequels. We might get nine. <laughs> prequels, yes. John Wick. John Wick Jr. <laughs> Seed of Wick. <laughs> Played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The last Wick. <laughs> no. The rise of Wick. Back and Polly to Shore, John Wick. Of Return of the Wick. What if he's like the twins? The resurrection like Paul- of John W. Wick. <laughs> Wick reloaded. <laughs> Wick this. Too Wick, too furious. <laughs> oh, this could just go on forever. This is going to turn into the crepe store game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I kind of wish it would now. Yeah. Just so Me the too. listeners are in on it. How long, how many hours did we spend like several adult men in or around 40 years old, the forties, uh, sitting around coming up with goofy names for crepe stores. Well, we weren't just sitting around. We were actually doing yeah, something. We were out doing things and we still just would yeah. stop and someone would just say, yeah. you know, at least two or three hours, at least yeah. I would say at least. It's probably longer. Goofy names for we were stores. we were creping. That's for sure. We were we were creping it up. Yeah, we were taking a big old crepe. That's a bunch of crepe. That's what that is. Wick wars. <laughs> what else are we dockering? Wick docker docker well, One of the things that uh, when we were all together that we all oh took in uh, alcohol. Yep. No, the, the new Chappelle special. But oh, comedy special. Like said, no, alcohol. Don't talk about it. <laughs> no. You're only going to give it credence. <laughs> well, now, now I feel like we're in good company here because although although on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got like a 30% critic score. Up from zero. Up from zero. It, it was, was a zero, zero for, for a while. A, for a bit. That's right. Oh, um, wow, it is zero. still running steady at 99% on the audience score. So I think we're in good company. Yep. I think we're all right. Yep. The last Jedi says hello. It's like 93% critic score, 45% audience score. It just goes to show that critics and uh, critics now they're they're you too know, critical. Back when we were kids, no, they're, they're back having- when we were kids, everybody looked at the critics like the big critics who were the big ones, you know, your uh Cisco and Ebert, Cisco and Ebert, all those guys. Um were all like everybody like, well, the critics are too critical. The critics are too good. I never listen to the critics. They don't like anything. They don't like anything. They only like haughty Euro- European crap. That's the way it was back then. That's and so that's so cutesy now. I know. It's so adorable now. <laughs> it's adorbs. Because now, adorbs. now it's just critics are just trying to get hired by someone that pays more. That's all they want. Yeah, well, we'll say whatever. I, I just think, I, I don't know. It's every well, blogger. we don't have the true critics every, anymore. Yeah, there's no true critic. Well, there's very few true critics anymore. So the meta score is becoming more and more just a well, a, the, a the, jag off the criteria. I I mean we could get into the the reasons why, but we have already. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean when you have that much disparity on on certain things, it's it's it, just, it, it shows that something it just highlights something something's a going on. Well, I was gonna say it just highlights something that's going on in the the greater culture. Yeah, it's kind of like when it's a conspiracy. It's no, kind of like when no, they're no. trying to figure out if there's a tornado or not. You gotta you gotta take the you know stats from all these different things, and if there's a lot of activity no, just, or disparity be between some of them, oh, that could be a tornado. They just go outside you and like look it? up. You like it? I was with you, but the payoff just made me laugh. Sorry. No, that's good. It's, it's, do you know it's, how tornadoes work? <laughs> no, but neither do the people who predict them for yeah, us. And that's yeah, kind of what true. I was going for. Yeah. Um, so if you have yeah, not seen Chappelle. this special and uh, are David so Chappell. inclined. Yeah. So Dave Chappelle, obviously 
I don't know, highly regarded comedian, obviously from the days of the Chappelle show and uh, the great success that he had there. Half been doing, baked. Has been doing Half Baked, one of my favorite movies of all time. I need to see it again. Just saying. Um, but no, more recently has been doing Netflix specials. He's been cranking them out. And uh, um, Let's first- just say Mike didn't laugh at all. During this whole thing, I was worried that Mike was going to black out. I was laughing a little too much. Probably. It was just constant, like it was just this yeah. the whole. Where is it? It's this the whole time. <laughs> Which I'm gonna, I'm going to admit, most of my laughing was because Mike was That's laughing. That's the thing. Like there were some things said that I laughed out. I laughed hard at. There were some things I went, oh, that's poignant. Right. There were some things I went, ooh, but I was <laughs> always soon. laughing at Mike. <laughs> I've told, I've said this a thousand times to different people. If you want to go see a comedy and at the last minute you're like, oh, crap, I'm not in the mood for a comedy. What if I don't enjoy it? Just call Mike. Just call Mike. Because Mike go. enhances comedy <laughs> with his high falsetto laughter. Yep. So anyway, I really enjoyed this. I, I don't think it's as funny. I, he's done three or four of them now, right? Yeah. So I think maybe his first one or two, maybe were a little bit funnier. Yeah, I felt like the fir- the first Netflix one was the pinnacle. Yeah, was was really on top of it. That, and I, that was one with the OJ stuff, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. And oh, that the was second hilarious. one was the one with the Bill Cosby stuff, right? Or was that mm, part of the first? That's one part of the first one too. Was it? He did two of them you right know, in tandem. Said, they were released both at the same yeah, time. First and second one. So one was like a smaller club or whatever. But then the third one that was about what a year ago. I don't or think so, I saw the third one. I think I might that, have missed it. That one. I mean, it was it was fine. It was Chappelle, but it was a little. I don't know. It was a little less bold and yeah. it, was just, it was okay. Well, that well, they couldn't say that about this one. No, this one, this Lord. one to me, it was funnier than the last one, but not quite as funny as the first couple. Yeah. Right. So, but, uh, but that said, it was definitely, it really pushed the envelope. Yeah. Right. I mean, in a way that in my opinion, and I'm talking old school, cause I'm, I'm like from the class of Carlin and, and you know, and those are you know, who the you old, yeah, yeah, the Eddie Murphys <laughs> and the guys from the you know the old school guys that really pushed the envelope yeah. on that stuff. Yeah. That talked about subjects that were taboo, yep. and that you're not supposed to talk about and all that stuff. To me, that's a return to this one is a return to form, and I'm I'm hoping I don't know he's getting a lot of pushback mm-hmm. because of course in our PC culture they, people are calling yeah, him out on a lot of too. stuff. Not they, like not like today, but well, they because did. it wasn't constant influx of info. Yeah. And and that's that's the difference. The difference right. is, I mean, I think people probably felt the same about those people, but today but those people weren't watching those people because you had to pay to see them. You had to go pay to see them or pay to buy the record. Sure, right. You didn't just get it. Pay per view. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah right, you yeah, had to actually put it Now it's like, well, I'm already subscribing to this and I want to be pissed off about something. <laughs> right. So right. I'm going to watch this. So, of course, in our PC culture, I mean, he's really getting a lot of a pushback on it. But uh, in again, in my opinion, coming from that old class, I mean, he's pushing taboos and, and conversations and things that, you know, that that quite frankly comedians have been afraid to push probably for the last 10 years or I'd or say the last, the last five years have been real bad real bad real bad where you can the, see comedians who used to be very bold are now playing well, it safer and a lot more comedians are saying you know what people are coming to my show to forget about all that which is what i usually would want out of a comedian sure. like yeah right. just walk away from all the taboo and be yeah. funny right but there's got to be some provocative to me Chappelle does it in a way because he does touch on on subjects that are sensitive and, and politically oh he you know, said some stuff that i was downright rocking up on one cheek so that i didn't accidentally suck one of garrick's couch cushions <laughs> up my a-hole 
But gross. That's my couch, man. I know. You're welcome. (laughs) That said, though, he he has a way of being able to walk the line. You know what I mean? You don't. You you hear his joke because he can portray himself as deplorable. He almost makes himself like an Eric Cartman kind of figure in his delivery. He says it. It just it's it's not like people don't hear it as self-deprecating, but it absolutely is. Because sure. he's saying that this is my horrible response. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's more or less right. how he frames right. it, and it's but but it's even on su- certain funny. subjects. I mean, you know, the the example on this is probably horrible to even touch on. Don't ruin any jokes. I'm not going to ruin the joke, but I mean, he at one point he touches on on abortion, right? Oh yeah, and I mean he. The way you know he he sounds like he's going down one road, mm-hmm. and then he the punchline. You're like, wait, what side does he come down on? Yeah, <laughs> and you're scratching your head. Yeah, and he's great. <laughs> he is actually, to me, he excels at that at yes. planning it and thinking, making you think he's leading you right, right up to an obvious conclusion, and you know he's going to make it funny, and boom, that's not the conclusion, and, see, and then you go, oh, oh right. Okay. And see what I love about that yeah. is that leaves the person, it leaves it again. That's something that South Park used to do very well. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. And the best, the best, you know, comedians and comedic, you know, outlets do that. But the best, the, the great thing about him is that, you know, strictly speaking, you don't know which side he comes down on the issue, but he has said something that makes you think. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the sign of a great comedian because that's how Carlin was. That's how, hell, even Eddie Murphy was. And, mm-hmm. and Richard Pryor and, and a lot of those well, guys are yeah. really pushed the envelope and, back and, in the day. And his point isn't, it's it's funny that's the point yeah, but it's also joke. he's clearly but there's a also joke. you know a little bit behind it the the intent is i'm i'm making you think and that's what this is all about throughout this entire special felt like he was a cheerleader for anything no yep right exactly that's kind of i think that's kind of the thing that like i know people i mean my if the average person walked up to me on the street and said because they're weird should i watch the spell special I'd be like no <laughs> Who are you? Because <laughs> uh, I mean, you me. could be like my mother. No, <laughs> sure, don't watch sure, that. Right, 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 right. Don't, I wouldn't recommend it <laughs> unless you want to. Unless, unless you like to be challenged. Unless you want to get a little crazy. Unless you want to watch it. Because if you want to sure. watch it, you should watch if it. If you want to be up on one butt cheek to prevent sucking up because couches, not you know? everybody is going to appreciate this kind of thing. But the one message that I would broadcast to everybody, the people who rage watch it, the people who are just mad that it exists from what they've read and haven't watched it, the people who have watched it are going, I don't see what your problem is. I think it's the funniest thing, greatest thing ever, which it's not. Um, I would say, just remember, he's not cheerleading anything. Right. No. He has not promoted how to think on anything. He did a couple twists and left you with a little like raised eyebrows on a couple things on those subversive uh right. landings, but but I'm like if someone's not getting up there and promoting something, I don't get I mean just because they're normalizing it for a laugh doesn't mean they're promoting it. And that's a difference to me. No. There's a difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. And to be and, and you're right. Truth be told, abortion was probably the least controversial thing that he Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I have heard Garrick laugh more since this conversation started than I heard throughout that entire special. Garrick was just staring and then looking at his phone uh, and then staring. Uh, yeah. Well, what were they wearing? Was I supposed to laugh? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I supposed to? Mike was guffawing the whole time because he just couldn't believe his ears. Seriously. I mean, that's just one of those things. It's just like, wow, I just, it's been a long time since I've heard someone that has had the balls to like just take on anything to talk about this stuff at all in a humorous way, let alone 
say the worst possible thing you could see. Say the, the funny about thing, some the funny it. thing is, and this is just my opinion. I feel like he's, of course, he's getting a lot of blowback from a certain segment of you know entertainment and whatnot. Right. But I really feel like he's on the right side here because I even not being on even the side. comedians that are more. Well, um, I think he's principally on a side. I don't think he was about on a side about any of the things he was actually talking. <laughs> no, but what I'm what I'm saying though is that there are comedians out there that are more forthright about their political leanings. You know, like a Sarah Silverman or a, a Pat Patton Oswald mm-hmm. that have have I think they've they've dialed it they've dialed way it way back. back. Yeah, but, that's actually I was thinking of Patton Oswald when I was saying that earlier. But the funny thing is, is I think he's he's consciously done that because he felt like it was the right thing to do for him. Mm-hmm. But he still gets attacked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I think he's which is hilarious the, because the dude is. I mean, he's getting attacked by the people by the same people, the people that, that I would imagine cheerleading. he would be the champion of, <laughs> right. given the choice. And if you've heard some of his more recent stuff, he's he's pushing back on some of that. Wow, he's just like it's. it's and that's the thing I haven't because he's gone kind of zero <laughs> dark thirty in a lot a lot of the venues that I would normally get exposed to his stuff in. Right. So. Right. So. Yeah, and I, even Silverman, I, she's been attacked lately for stuff that she did, you know, 10 years ago in a tweet. You know, yep. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yep. Which is actually... I don't know if anybody remembers, Sarah Silverman was kind of, and I hate to put a label on it, but I think it's fair, kind of a shock comic. Yeah. Her whole right. thing was that I'm this, like, this, you know, pretty girl. Right. But I'm saying the, the same, <laughs> like, hard-hitting stuff that the ugly dudes say. Right. Right. And that, at the time, was subversive. She's good at it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not right. downplaying her, but the fact that she was smart enough to exploit that aspect, you know, go on stage sometimes like dressed to the nines and stuff and then right. just say the most. Right. Dis- I loved her show on Comedy Central, man. I, I've i always liked Sarah Silverman, despite maybe some philosophical disagreements I might have with her. But she's always one f- of those that has struck me as. You know, again, I she has she's her principled as she's, F, she's principled and she basically sticks with that. But yep. when something hits her in the face, she'll sit down and she'll ponder it. Yeah. And she'll pontificate and she'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, boy, I just I didn't expect that reaction when I did this. You yeah. know, so and I can respect that. Yeah. You know, res- there's certain there's certain comedians the like her and, and, and Oswald and. Hell, even Bill Maher. I mean, he's you know he's more. Bill Maher is one but- of those people who I feel who I, everything I hear is that he has a camera persona, sure, and then right. off camera he's a one hundred percent different human being. Yeah. So I, I just I don't know. I respect people that yeah philosophically I I differ on certain opinions with, but that are questioning and not they just don't fall on one on lockstep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Anyway, it's weird. Everything is so weird right now. Yep. It's so weird. Pretty but much. The one thing that we can always remember is that nothing is like it seems on the internet. A- Amen. Amen, brother. Nothing. Yep. Nope. Not at all. So go outside. Yeah, honestly, be around people different from you. Honestly, hang that's, out with them and appreciate them. You'll be surprised how much everyone gets along. And that's how I feel about this Chappelle special because yeah. going back to the Rotten Tomatoes thing, mm-hmm. you you're, know, you're seeing the internet, people going, calm down, internet. Internet equals the thirty percent that he's getting from critics, yeah. and ninety nine percent is the the is reality is the the rest of us. Most most likely, <laughs> that's more of a depiction of it. Right. Again, I don't think it deserves ninety nine percent. I feel like it should be hovering I, more in the sixties. But honestly, that's me. No, I feel like it's ninety nine percent for a reason. I think it's just because of the boldness of what well, he's doing. Maybe I don't know. Taking a stand. I think so, I, I, I feel know. like it's counter pressure, but yep. Is that enough Docker crap? Yep. Let's move on. All let's, right. Let's knock this out of the park, baby. All right. We're skipping news. <laughs>
There is no news. There's no news. Second no news. news. I'm not even going to play the freaking theme song because there is no There was news. News. But that news turned out to be false. So move on. Yep. It means it's <laughs> yep. time for the Porkins Bite of the Week. Oh, the Porkins. I don't know if y'all know this, but you know the Marilyn Monroe. The buxom blonde yeah. lady, what within all their movies, like the one you're getting ready to talk about. Oh, yeah, right. Books? Yeah. Buxom. You know how she done off herself with some pills, supposedly? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I thought Sam Beckett changed that. She also <laughs> tried to off herself earlier. What? And but before that, her mother was institutionalized for more, much of her life, which is why she spent part of her life in an orphanage. Why didn't her grandmother take care of her? Because she, too, had been previously institutionalized. Almost seemed like that girl had a pill addiction for reasons. That's All right, later, man. dude. That was a dark one. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Quantum great. Leap couldn't save, even save her. I'm going to tell you what. There's a lot. And Quantum Leap saves everybody. That's true. He saved Jackie. He did. Uh, he did. There's a lot of a lot of good Marilyn Monroe tidbits out there. You could, save that monkey. You could fill a year of Porkins with Marilyn Monroe tidbits. Problem is... Half of them are probably going to come out in this conversation. We're getting ready to have because it's time to go. <laughs> Wait. Well, P? The, the Dave Chappelle show is oh. called Sticks and Stones. Yeah. Amen. Did we say that? I don't know if we said We that. did not. I don't know if we officially yeah. said And it's uh, 8.6 on IMDb out of 10. I feel like 8.6 is fair. That's even a little high for me. Nah, I'd say 8.6 is probably right. Because, like I said, I don't think it was as funny as the first one. Right. None of that crap. But Dave Chappelle. Garrick, what's going on with this? What's going on with the, is it better than Star Wars? Explain to me the rules. Yeah, what's going on with this? Because I am confused. (laughs) So. And Dave. Yeah. So when you're talking about movies, there's always this gold standard of movies, right? What are the best movies ever made? And usually people will point to the AFI 100 top movies of all time Mm -hmm. of all time. So I was looking through that list and I was thinking, Oh, you know, star Wars gotta be number one, right? (laughs) No, not number one. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Empire or new hope. Number one, right? No. What about, what about top five? No, not top five. Top 10. Top 10. Surely. Right. Top 10 guys. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Def. No. Where? Top 15, just barely a new hope. Were there 14 Godfather movies? (laughs) Yeah, there were 14 Godfather movies. Oh, I missed a few. I know. Yeah, they just keep making them. I didn't know. Yeah, so to me, that was was kind of a, it's like, wow, I I really thought it was a lot higher on that list, but apparently not. Given the cultural impact, especially. Yeah, exactly. Because on the AFI. So who are these assholes? That can't get shit right. Yeah. The AFI, American Film Institute, <clears throat> is a uh, was created back in the, the 60s by... Uh, we have names Lyndon. and phone numbers and addresses. So yeah, Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> I've, I've been looking. I've been doing some hard-hitting research <laughs> on Wikipedia. I don't and, uh, believe you. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, they got together more than 1,500 artists and leaders in the film industry to pick from a list of 400 movies because you can only pick 100. <laughs> from 400 films the rest are dribble dribble yeah, i say I 
Yeah, dribble. 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 Yeah, so that got me wondering, what makes these 14 movies better than the best movie ever made? And I thought, man, you know who could impartially judge these movies? <laughs> no better than <laughs> I us. I think we could. <laughs> the so, Star Wars, the guys who have a Star Wars podcast. Are you wearing easily... a Star Wars shirt right now, Garrick? No, actually I'm wearing an 50% 1990s animated X-Men shirt. 50% yeah. of the people on this podcast are wearing <laughs> Star Wars themed shirts. And between two of them, one of them is pinned to a wall. <laughs> yeah, that's my Another, shirt. Yeah, so it is I your shirt it. pinned I to my wall. I count it for me. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Put yeah, on the so, hat, this, so out of this epiphany, now we have a new segment. We have a new segment and 14 new episodes, hurt. huh? Is that how this yeah. is working? So we're going to take a, a look and try to rank these 14 movies on uh, what the AFI ranked them on to see if they truly are better than Star what Wars. What does the AFI rank them on? So I'm glad you asked. So there's I'm a list positive. of criteria. <laughs> First criteria has to be at least 60 minutes long. Okay. So check. No short films. Got it. Yep. Uh, criteria two, it must be an American film or Ooh, English language. Oh, wow. because okay. they knew that all the Euro, all the French films would just knock everything yeah. off. Yeah. Well, it's the AFI, so American is the A in there. Oh, so no Pan's yeah. Labyrinth, huh? Damn. No Pan's right. Labyrinth. Okay. But they do, they do count certain movies like Bridge on the River Kwai and a few others because that were made by, uh, were British made, but they were funded by American studios, so that those count. Aha, loopholes. still count. Yeah, loopholes. Uh, third criteria is uh, critical recognition. Um, so what did the critics say? Pretty self-explanatory. Less, less relevant the, as time goes screw on. Screw the critics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then number f the fourth criteria is major award winner. Like it's how many major awards award it won. It's a leg lamps. <laughs> how many leg lamps? Yeah. How many uh, leg number lamps? five is popularity over time. Christmas. Uh, time, so I'm not okay. sure how anybody can beat Star Wars at that, but you know, whatever. Uh, and all. I digress. Uh, criteria six: historical si significance. So, looking at the film's mark on history. Hmm. Um, okay. From when it's created, and then the last one is cultural impact. Uh, right. So that's all right. The film's uh, impact on American culture. Wow. Um, but so seemingly, like the. Star it would Wars. seem to be that Star, Star Wars, Wars would have few films that would also Star Wars <laughs> have yeah, yeah. more cultural impact than Star Wars. When I, when I think of all those like criteria, the first movie that comes to mind is Star Wars, especially since it's so longer than 60 minutes. So obviously, <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah, especially that part. Yep. <laughs> Nailed that. I Nailed. mean, in spades, yeah. in and out of the park. Yep. So Star Wars is, was originally ranked. In 1998, when this list was first uh, released, 100. So this was to celebrate 100 years of filmmaking. Cinema, cinema. <laughs> so originally, Star Wars, the 1977 New Hope. They just call it Star Wars because they're noobs. Uh, was is number 15. So the movie we're going to look at today to see is it better than Star Wars is number 14. 14. Okay. White chicks. Also, <laughs> also white chicks. <laughs> That's what I Sweet. thought. Sweet. I love Wayne's movies. That's Wayne's, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's, it's not only number 14 on this list. It's number one on the AFI's top 100 laughs movies, the funniest movies. So this is literally the funniest movie ever made. Oh, wow. That's impressive. <laughs> 
really yeah, all that stuff yeah. that was part of the gauge for the AFI top 100 of all time movies on the funniest it movies funny. it just has to be the funniest movie the funniest movie they, of they all didn't have a cultural impact they didn't watch the Chappelle it's kind of, <laughs> I think the funny, wasn't the funniest was movie Last minutes. Jedi I think Last Jedi was about oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah so the movie we're talking about today is Some Like It Hot joke. Some Like It Hot some like it hot, 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 hot. black and white. Jamie film. Lee Curtis's dad, not Walter Curtis. Matthau, and the, <laughs> the other, chick, what the Kennedys all boned. <laughs> the other <laughs> grumpy <laughs> guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who died at oh, yeah, the age of thirty-six? So this is a as a it's a Marilyn Monroe vehicle, I guess. Right. It is not really. She's in. She's in it. A she's little bit. in it. This movie was definitely marketed and sold on. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, no, I remember the Marilyn Monroe vehicle all the way. It's yeah. a period piece. It is. So I did not realize timeless, that going into right? it. I, it I, I had no idea what this movie was about when I I've never seen this movie in my life. Yeah. I've only it. seen the la, the very last scene. The I think expectation I've heard it. I've seen the very last the very last shot of the movie I've seen a hundred times. So that was I was already oh, yeah. I knew how I was gonna rap, but yeah. Yeah, the the, yeah. the name of the film really doesn't give away any. It tells you of, nothing yeah, about absolutely the film. nothing. I, I'll tell you this: this is one of my wife's favorite films. Oh yeah, oh, I've wow. just seen this for the first time four weeks ago. Oh wow, I so did this not know is that. Very recent for me. I mean, you're like yeah, my dude. Yeah. Just yeah. ride that ago. AMC channel into the ground. <laughs> you, right? So yeah, and uh, I really enjoyed this film. I, uh, I, as someone who yeah, watched, initial takes, as someone who watched the seven year itch because of Mike and the old <laughs> Patreon episode, <laughs> I was ready for another WTF mate, uh, of a film, but I also very much enjoyed this movie and was kind of impressed with, in some ways it's kind of more modern, like in some very like technical, deep filmmaking kind of ways with like how it, progresses i'm not i'm not gonna go too far and we'll, we'll talk about more of that yeah. like the modern films it was surprisingly modern-esque well i'll put yeah, it there's... that's that's a good way to put i too enjoyed this film i was i mean it's nice to go in with zero expectations yeah being right. like, mm-hmm. You'd be like oh. i have no idea what to expect yeah right. and then sitting there and watching it and you're like huh so that's pretty enjoyable i, I told my oh go ahead thought this was a delightful film as well. Yeah. Nice. I told I, I've never, I don't think I've seen many Tony Curtis films. I haven't. I've only seen a couple. I really like him in this. I, I really like him. been her. Is he? Don't ben, ask me questions okay. that I don't, yeah, know I don't either. To. Dang it. I haven't, I haven't seen, Benny, I haven't seen Benny, Her, ben, Benny Her. I see the Benny Hers Benny Her in like show. 20 years. The Benny Her show. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was in Ben Her. I like right? the chariot race that was sped up to Yakety Sacks. Um, <laughs> I sat down yesterday to watch uh, watch this with my daughter, and I said, "All right, I got to watch this movie for the podcast." She's like, "Oh, what is this? It's an old black and white film." And immediately, my eight year old's like, <sighs> "Can we just watch some used- YouTube videos first? I'm like, "No, <laughs> oh no, that's that's what what I I watch this movie." Let's My kid, yes, was never distracted. She was glued the whole film. Really, she loved it. She's talking on the phone with that's- her mother last night. My my wife was on a business trip, and she's talking on the phone with her, and she's like. She's like, mommy, I watched a black and white movie and I liked it. Like bragging about it. And I'm like, my uh, youngest, who is three, was born into black and white. He was so tired when I was watching this. I was watching it on my iPad 
while my other kids were watching other devices, we were waiting for mom to get home. They were just waiting for the radiation to because take them all. Because of things. <laughs> Come on, I'm, I'm watching the kids and I'm like, I'm not putting you to bed. Um, but uh, <laughs> he kept going from device to device, but he always stopped at mine and was like, this is, looks interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of wacky nonsense going on. <laughs> Those girls is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so the premise of some like it hot not given very, away at all by the film it's very simple and very like, simple and there's a reason why i hearkened it to white chicks because <laughs> two Same dudes thing. gotta pretend they're ladies in order to get themselves i actually don't know the premise of white chicks but are they cops sure they're cops and white chicks right deep like under let's stop talking about white chicks please. so white chicks is <laughs> a masterpiece chicks about, next week, next week. Yeah. Uh, okay so yeah the this film, these guys are two musicians they're right? musicians and they've lost a gig they're down on their luck money wise they lose their gig because their gig is at a speakeasy <laughs> that gets raided by the popo <laughs> yeah. and it is what is it what, the, what was the front for it like a funeral parlor is yeah. the front for the speakeasy which is just <laughs> right. already brilliant <laughs> writing yes. like the opening scene is a is a car chase which i did not expect at all it was crazy yeah, with, it? Yeah. with like guns yeah and like, like getting like shot literally guns and like a couple of those like crashes look like like freaking hardcore yeah. like they yeah. stage these things but i'm like okay this would not be okay this would all be cg in a new film you know what i mean oh yeah like a couple of those little cars were freaking bopped around I'm doing 360s and but they're full-on like it's full-on mob dudes in a hearse escorting a escorting a casket the year <laughs> the my, this film was made in the, this film was made in the late, late 50s right i think yeah uh, 59 59 and the movie yeah. takes place the 1929 the 50s. so 1929 that's why it's a speakeasy there's a prohibition effect that's why i'm saying it's a period piece i mean this is, they're literally it's weird to think this film is depicting 30 years before the film. Sure, right. (laughs) It's actually hard for me to grapple with that because it's such a 50s movie. Right. Right. But um, I'm saying 30 years after this film film came out, it was 89. Yeah, exactly. To give you some idea, it's how far removed (laughs) it is from the time period it's depicting. But yeah, the cops are chasing and these dudes just open up the top of the hearse and pull out all these shotguns (laughs) that are like embedded in like all the cushions and pillows and they're just having a shootout yeah with the cops cruising through chicago in 1929 and yeah i love then yeah the the casket starts leaking gin (laughs) (laughs) they open up just lined with gin bottles that they're taken to the speakeasy i just love yeah at the funeral home like all the mourners are going in yeah (laughs) Next thing you know, they're in the, the nightclub in the back. Yeah, there's like girls dancing and singing and everything. I want some coffee. Yeah. Right. Water milk. <laughs> My favorite line in the whole movie. The cop walks up to Spatz, our big bad of the film. He's the mob Spats. boss, the local Chicago mob boss, Spatz, because he wears Spats. And, and apparently you have to wash your hands before you put his Spats on his shoes. Yes. Yeah, I loved that. I mean, these little he, details in this film. He has that, that dumb lackey. He's like, are your yeah. hands clean? Like oh, he, These guys he all look like they're ripped straight out of Dick Tracy. <laughs> all of them. But yeah, he was. He was like yeah. uh, but the, well, guy, the cop walks up and he's like looking at their glass he's like what you Stupid got there in your glass ass bats and one of the <laughs> one of the thugs bottom milk <laughs> and I'm dying. Columbo. And my daughter goes why did he say it like that i said we don't ask why they got <laughs> the dumbest looking sounded dude they could find and it's awesome <laughs> but anyway the the premise is be the place gets raided and they're like crap we're out of a job they go to their agents we need a job 
The only job that's available is for is for a saxophonist, a, a tenor sax player, and a and a and bass. an upright bass, yeah. otherwise known as the bull fiddle. <laughs> the bull fiddle. <laughs> over and yeah. over again, they refer to the bull fiddle, and I love it. But they want they want female ladies. musicians. They want female musicians. It's a girl, a, 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 a lady act, ladies act, and so so obviously they can't do that. They can't do it. But so they well, they're the, like the, right. the girl. It was funny. She offers it to him as a joke because yeah. he's always hitting on her. Yeah, and, and he like, stood her up, and she's mad. he's like, oh, oh yeah, I got this one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then they find out what it is, and they're like, no, we can't do that. And then they get all right. Here's another job. It's three hours away, so they need a way. Well, uh, th- Tony Curtis was still wanting to do it. He's like, "Oh, we can." No, we can pull Jack, this off. Jack Lemon <laughs> or Jack wanted, Lemon, right? yes, Jerry. Sorry. Yeah, Jerry's like, "Yeah, we can. We can still pull this off." Not Come on. Geraldine. <laughs> <laughs> Not Geraldine. <laughs> and uh, and Tony Curtis like, "What are you crazy?" You know. So they uh, they get another gig three hours away. Joe. They trick the uh, the lady who yeah. tricked them into basically cons her into giving him giving them access to their car so they can make this other gig. They go down to the car park like the garage where the car is kept because it's Chicago and there's no parking, whatever that's real. And, uh, there's another mob boss in that garage. No, it's the it's still spats. Oh, it's a the guy who gave him away to the, the cops. Right. And then and no, I'm then, talking about the toothpick guy. He's they're playing cards in there. Yeah. It's another, toothpick. It, yeah. Toothpicks. Yeah. It's a, isn't it a chop shop or something? Yeah. Well, the lady keeps her car there. So we're just going to call it a garage. Yeah. But it's the guy who, it, it, but like in the, before the, the cops I'm, raided. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting there. Uh, and the reason why, the reason why this is point, this is prevalent. And we're talking about the details because this sets up the premise of the film more or less, which is they're there just to pick up a car, but then spats and his gang roll in because they've decided that the dude who runs a chop shop or or the garage, this other mob boss that I was referring to Northside is the one that sold them out to the cops raiding their speakeasy. So they come into the, so they go into on Valentine's day, a Chicago garage, pull out their guns and execute an entire group. And this is in other, in other were otherwise known as in real life as the St. Valentine's day massacre. massacre. Right. Something else I did not even realize was happening into the movie until someone said, yeah, on St. Valentine's Day. And I went, <laughs> that was the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Oh, my God. This now, movie is going wherever. That, but, I mean, that scene in itself, I mean, it's there's it's pretty tense. It's Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. I mean, yeah. these guys are, like, hiding. Yeah, they're point, hiding behind a car. And they're watching these men get executed. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> they, well, 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 guys, wacky comedy. <laughs> well, the one guy's filling up the car with gas. Yeah. Yeah. And then they see yeah, the guy filling up the gas. Hey, get over here. the wall and turned him around. And yeah. they're like, oh, here we go. And that's how the St. Valentine's Day massacre actually occurred, too. That's like, they actually did a, a, a an honest depiction of it. Except that it would have been Southside, I think. Anyway, yeah. uh, they so that happens, and then they see the dudes. They recognize them as musicians from the club, and then all hell breaks loose, and they run out, and they're like, "Crap, we got to get out of here!" And you know, we got to go hide. Well, we can't go hide. They know our faces. Everybody's going to be looking for us. So, what do we have to do? <gasps> ba-bum, ba-bum, Dress ba-bum. up like girls. Dress up like <laughs> chicks and catch that train going to Florida for like the ladies. White chicks. Yeah, like white chicks. <laughs> to uh, to be in this ladies band that's got like all expenses paid everything to Florida. So another thing I didn't realize is that this movie takes place in like uh, Malibu or, or not Malibu, uh, 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 Miami. Which, oh, it does. Yeah, I didn't yeah, just when they get there. Yeah, I didn't. They not just say realize. Florida. Yeah, 
Florida. Florida. I tells you. So yeah, the next scene, there they are at the train station, and poor Jack Lemon cannot get his heels <laughs> right. But Tony Curtis is walking like it's like he's been doing it his whole <laughs> life. <laughs> They see oh. that one girl walk by and they're like, oh, well, we could do that. And yeah. they try and it's just like, <laughs> it's so bad. And uh. suddenly Tony Curtis, a man's man at the time, <laughs> is the most convincing, <laughs> relatively ugly woman I've ever seen <laughs> with this like statuesque permanent duck face. Yes. <laughs> that he's doing with his lips that makes him disappear and it really freaked me out. It is weird. Where Jack Lemon's Jack Lemon in a wig. Right. But Tony yeah. Curtis was Basically. not Tony Curtis anymore. Tony Curtis did transform. Oh my god. I mean of the two he was the more convincing, mm -hmm. still a man, obviously. Yes. And that's, yes. that's or a very masculine and, woman. And that's the crux and the joke of the movie really yeah. is that these two guys who are obviously guys dressed like women mm -hmm. are in this situation and everyone assumes they're women. Now, it's just so Jack ridiculous. Lemon has barely even disguising his voice. His accent changes four <laughs> times during the film, which I actually like that. That was hilarious. But, yes. but Tony Curtis is doing this stereotypical woman's <laughs> voice the whole time. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm like, did they dub this over? Is that how he actually sounded on set? Like it's insane. How Curtis, he Curtis's portrayal was the best because he was, this whole time, you're right. He had you talked about the duck face, it, but it's it's more like this, like this, like look, like oh my god, we're gonna be caught at any moment. Yeah. Oh my god. Whereas oh my god. he's the fast talking <laughs> schmoozer. Once the poop hits the fan, he's yeah. like, we gotta play this straight. We gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, we we gotta. Whereas Jack Lemon's like, oh look at the cans on that one. You yeah, know what right. I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like Jack Lemon puts a dress on and suddenly he's the hornball who can't forget, who right. keeps forgetting what they're trying to do. And Tony Curtis is like, no. <laughs> Geraldine. <laughs> so yeah, Joe and Jerry are are to become Josephine and Geraldine. Well, they get they, they get to the train and they the, the ladies ask, "Oh, are you the ones from the agency?" Yes, well, I play the saxophone and this one plays the ball fiddle. <laughs> and uh, and they introduce themselves and Jack Lemmon pulls a pulls an audible and says his name is Daphne. <laughs> Which pisses Tony Curtis right off. And I never did like the name Geraldine. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a Daphne. <laughs> this is pushing the envelope for the time. Yeah. For the time, it, a, it really it did. It was surprisingly woke for the late 50s, early 60s. Surprisingly woke. Now, a lot of people would sit down and want to point out all the ways it is not woke. Like, these guys oh, well, are yeah. hornballs. And they are manipulating <laughs> women. But the movie's also showing you how disgusting all the men are. I mean, in fact, that's yeah. one of the themes of the movie is how the disgusting, how disgustingly the men treat them as women. So, uh, but yeah, uh, they get on the train, <laughs> the train ride. It's, and this is where on the train, they the train. need sugar cane. Yeah. Formerly sugar like cane Kowalowicz yeah, or whatever. Kowalski or something like that. AKA like Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn who is doped out of her mind. Now don't <laughs> get me wrong. Lord. She's portraying herself in this first scene as drinking. She's been like, she's slipping whiskey. She's got I was the gonna flask. Say, actually that's her. You're right. That's her character that she's been in trouble with yeah. the band leader. I keep getting, I keep getting caught drinking. Yeah. Oh, well, you're not supposed to drink. No, all the girls drink. I just keep getting caught. 
<laughs> and you're just like, it's just like seven year inch again. It's like, it's the Marilyn Monroe. All right. The only way we can pitch Marilyn Monroe is to have her be so dumb that she has nothing but honesty coming out of her mouth at all times to her discredit. But then you realize that in her, in her innocence, she has a wiseness that no one else has. Boom. Marilyn movie. Right. Right. Held it. Yeah. Yeah. This one. No, she was high the whole time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> doped out of her mind. Well, you know, it's interesting. You bring that up. Oh yeah. Cause there was something else. She was the whole time. <laughs> What's that? Preggers. Oh no. Oh, Marilyn Monroe pregnant for the second time during the filming of this movie. She, did lose both babies probably Aww. because of all the Aww. drugs she was on. Oh, damn. Oh, but who knows? I mean, honestly, who knows? It's probably not fair. It, that, that, it's not fair to say that, but, but wow. She seems high this whole film. Yeah. I, and my like seven year itch seemed like bright springy Marilyn Monroe compared to it this. It was, it was shockingly different. Yeah. <laughs> Cause and you read up on her back life. You kind of get why. Right. Right. And just like Porkins kid terrible. painted with a pretty, a pretty, a pretty dark hue. Uh, yeah. when he was in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like depressing. Yeah, as 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 much as she was like, you know, the top starlet for a fart in the wind there, ain't nothing going well. well I mean, things are going right, nothing's going well. Or maybe things are going well, but nothing's going right. I'm not sure. One of the two. Yeah. But for the first time, okay, seven year itch, I get it. Marilyn Monroe's hot. You know, yeah, right. Well, she legitimately was. Yeah, that was her supposed to be her role in, in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, she's the hot, the hot ditzy right. blonde, right? Didn't have to, yeah, didn't have to have a depth to her. And 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 I've seen the Playboy spread probably at some point in my life. Honestly, I don't remember. Maybe uh, hot, I don't know. But in this movie, I was like, oh, 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 I understand. Girlfriend was spilling out all over the place throughout the whole film. But she was wearing clothes. Barely. <laughs> but she was still spilling out. Barely. I you saw more of her butt, because like you see almost her whole naked butt. I mean, she's got like, I don't know, a bikini bottom underwear on, but then her negligee is just completely sheer. And you see like the whole butt. Every time she leans over, she's spilling out and probably everything's a little extra big and loose because she was pregnant at the time. You know what I mean? Girl was spilling out all over the place. I've, I've, I don't remember ever watching a movie from this era where there was so much, I'm going to use the term oozing sex, (laughs) like oozing sexuality that she legitimately throughout this film even though she plays that dumb, innocent, blah, 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 which would normally turn me right off. I'm not saying I was like turned on, but like, like it was noticeable. Like, Oh, dag, dag. She's spilling out of there. She's spilling out of back there. She's spilling out over here. I mean, for the fifties, I would have, I would, I'm wondering how many people became Amish after seeing this movie. Just actually, (laughs) actually see now my mom raised me. On I the love old movies. Bring your mom up while we're talking about oozing. She sex. raised me on the old movies. <laughs> if you think that's Usually racy, bring up Gary's mom. there's Gary. some there's some more stuff I need to show you. <laughs> Ooh, there's some racy stuff from, now. From, from from much earlier, man. Oh, man. hell! I'm off the top of my head. I'm thinking of uh, one of the first Groucho Marx movies, the the Marx Brother movies. Yeah, there's some scenes. Um, th- th- this is like 29 or 30. Yeah. And there's some dancing girls, and you're like seeing a law. No, I get that, but there's almost. I mean, this this what about is a, Metropolis that like, movie. Yeah, Metropolis. Right. I, hell, there's, I'm even thinking of the uh, the Johnny Westmuller um, Tarzan movies. Yeah, there's some nude scenes. 
with Jane. Right. In those. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, I guess. But it, ass naked. I guess it's just the way. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I guess it's just the way that it's so personalized in this film. Yeah, it, it's it's a newer than like the 20s and 30s. Yeah. So, yes, there's different. A, a, clar- a, a clarity to it that maybe intimacy. you didn't have. Yeah, yes. yeah. There's an intimacy to it, and also it's not just and she's naked. It's she's right. not naked, but she may as well be it's, naked. We know your sure. mind is making her naked right now. You right. pervert. Right. You know, cough up. Yeah, your what's wrong? Fifty nine. I mean, we, they were on the verge. I mean, they were. I mean, yeah, that's right around from the, the sexual revolution. That's right. right. I mean, they were transitioning. Well, maybe she really started, started it. Huh? This film. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. My. Gosh, she was good looking wool. And not only her, there's a lot of good looking wool in that movie. There really is. The, Jack uh, Lemon. Dad, no. <laughs> Actually, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is uh the it, bunk. Yes, the, <laughs> the bunk scene. It is hilarious. <laughs> it is That's hilarious. Ridiculous. So there's a band leader, and uh, you girls. We've get talked to bed. about this scene girls before. Get to bed. We talked about the scene when we reviewed Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story. We did. You're right. Because, because that they was, said uh, that the bus scene was an homage to the train scene. That's exactly right. So we have touched on it, but yeah, so there's a, there's this band leader. You girls get to bed. We got to sleep and you know, no messing around, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they basically, the band the band leader and the manager are like whip crackers to right. keep all the girls behaving, which, right. of course, none of them are going to no, do. No, of course, because they're all young girls and they, you know, they want to party and have fun and blah, blah, blah. Right. So um, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. So I can't remember why Lemon ended up getting out of bed. No, no. Uh, uh, Sugar, Sugar got, out of bed got out of bed to, to thank, thank Lemon for pretending in the fall. Yeah, yeah. his flask okay. when she dropped so, the flask. So they're hanging out, holding each other in her in, in her bunk, in Lemon's right. bunk. Yeah, <laughs> in his bunk. Oh, his yeah. bunk. His, okay. her, his her. Here's the bunk. Okay. Bunk. And, and then, then all the girls start then drinking. Everybody, somebody yeah. peeks out. It's like, oh, what's? Oh, it's a party. And oh, then you guys have a party up here? <laughs> yeah, we, we're just drinking some whiskey. And of course, Jack Lemon's like, get out of here because he wants to be alone with Sugar. You know, and she's like, oh, I've got some vermouth. Oh, go get the cocktail shaker. We can make Manhattan. <laughs> Somebody make some ice. <laughs> now, this film, a lot of films did Who's this. Who's got the olives? A lot of films did this back in the day where you had a running gag, right? And it actually fell out of it fell out of style in the 70s to have running gags. But I love running gags, and they've kind of come back in some fashion. But one of the running Dumb-dumb. gags in the film... <laughs> one of the running gu- <laughs> one of the running gags in this film is like uh, your b- blood type O for yeah. whatever they keep bringing up O blood type in the movie. <laughs> but one of the other things is the cocktail shaker gets brought up like two or three times, <laughs> and the cocktail shaker is a hot water bottle, <laughs> yeah. the, the old yeah. rubber hot water bottle <laughs> yeah, that you put on like a stiff neck. That's the they like go get the cocktail terrible. shaker. And they, I got it. Here's the, just hands a hot water bottle. Nobody Sick. questions it. They're pouring the whiskey and the vermouth into the hot water bottle and shaking. To it me, up. this scene was uh, was like throwback old Marx Brothers because, it, you know, it starts out with Monroe and and, and, lemon. and lemon in the bunk, and the next thing you know, there's like twenty people. Yeah, in the bunk. twenty girls <laughs> and lemon, and that's not a joke. There was probably about twenty people in that bunk. Single train yep. bunk, and it's there's hilarious. Like Jack Lemon out. is in both heaven and hell at <laughs> yeah. the same time. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Because he's surrounded by gorgeous women, but he really only wants That's to be one. with the one. <laughs> yeah. But but yet it, he I, can't help I it. I love it because there is like like you would like think shoving crackers people, in his mouth. Yes, you, you would think twenty people in a bunk, everybody just squished together. But there's like 
everybody's having a conversation. Yeah. Like there's two and people all, over here. They're all two, doing stuff. They're all yeah. functionally <laughs> handing things off. Handing, and handing, yeah, there's like a full orchestra cocktail scene shaker. Yeah. <laughs> happening in this bunk. And then of course the only person not in the bunk, there's three people in the car, not in the bunk. Yeah. The manager, the band leader and Tony <laughs> Curtis Tony on the Curtis, bottom bunk. Right. Yeah. Who's half asleep. <laughs> just wakes up until they go get ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sugar was it? Yeah, sugar went to get ice. So she yeah. has, and it's old timey, so she has to go get a block of ice from and one end of the car. Break it down, yeah. Take it back to the end of the car. Grab a symbol from what? Grab a grab a crash symbol. Sets the crash symbol in the sink. Puts the block down in the other <laughs> half of the sink. Stabs at it with I don't know what. Like it was like a drumstick or something. Like some kind of percussion thing and then taking the chunks of ice and putting them in the symbol to use the crash symbol as a serving container for the ice. <laughs> I am loving every minute of this. Like who went through and, they, they and don't all this? No. They don't acknowledge they it at all. never pay any attention to it. She's just doing it. And yeah. that right. is brilliance that yeah. comedy did not often show. Normally when there was a sight gag back then, you were supposed to notice it. And they were going to make you notice it or, or someone was going to just eyeball toward it. slightly. even the, you know, the old Marx brothers movies, Lauren Hardy stuff like that. It was part of it. Sure. This wasn't part of it. It wasn't part right. of the dialogue. It wasn't part of the scene. It right. was just, it was just dressing. Right. That was also a gag yes. that I thought was brilliant. Yeah. And this Great. is where, uh, Joe gets his idea to become a yacht owner. Right. Because she <laughs> talks about how she's all, she wants to go find a millionaire in Miami because she doesn't want to be part of this anymore. She wants to find a millionaire and be happy and be married to someone rich. Yeah. And she, but she also, the, her problem is she has a thing for saxophonists. She keeps <laughs> Which falling shows the saxophonist. Especially tenor saxophones. Yeah. He's like, like she's describing him to yeah, a she's describing yeah. him as all of her ex-boyfriends and he's like oh <laughs> that's a that sounds terrible sugar. So of course this film all has to have awful. one of them trying to do the Dual, I'm a girl, but then I'm a guy. Yeah, sneak out the window, change clothes, yeah. all the quick change stuff that you get with these. Because there's always, anytime you have a, a gender swap movie like this, which I don't think we're going to get very many more of those going forward, someone has to be doing that farcical quick so change. Quick change. Yeah. Yeah. Hide under the covers. My clothes or, are different. Than oh, what no. Hide these. in the tub with bubbles. Yeah, completely right. clothed. In your suit. The, that was Miss well Doubtfire done. did it, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, I left my earring on. Oh, no. uh, yeah. Well, that was the other thing. Yeah. The the earrings I was laughing about. I'm like, when's he going to figure out he's still got the earrings? <laughs> yeah. uh, the very it. last second. The funny thing <laughs> yeah. is everything about this movie is not predictable. Everything feels like it's going to be predictable. But then like, okay, like, you know, the mob guys are going to show up at some point. Right. But the fact that it's all the mafia guys in the country getting together for their all big annual them. meeting yeah. under the guise of friends of Italian <laughs> opera. <laughs> well, you couldn't do this movie at all today, could you? No, you uh, sure couldn't. <laughs> but the other, the other great thing is as soon as they pull the bus pulls up, you know, they got to turn it on the bus as it pulls up to the hotel where the girls are going to be playing. They get out and they're walking in and there's just, the line of pervert millionaires in 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 sitting in, in on yeah on the on the porch on uh rocking chairs and this dude just immediately he's looking at all of them he's smiling but then he sees Jack Lemon and he's madly in love. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly, oh, that's the best part, yes. Madly in love. And that's a gag you would get from anything from before this. That's an right. old gag, but their commitment to it. Yes. 
in All the this way to movie. the end. He has the last line in the film. Yep, he has the last line of it. Like <laughs> the best ending too. Never wavered. He was madly in love with Daphne. <laughs> supposedly with Daphne throughout the entire film. He may have been in love with Jerry the whole time. I don't think we know. <laughs> Not for sure. Yeah. What was the end line? He's uh, they're in the boat. They're nobody's driving. perfect. They're driving yeah, off. Nobody's he's perfect. Like, he's like, I'm not. I'm not yeah. a lady. He pulls the wig off, uh, yeah. and he goes, nobody's perfect. Yep. He doesn't <laughs> even look. Doesn't even look at he's him. Smiling he just, and just smiling, saying, smiling yep, knowingly, I love you. Yep, no matter I'm what, in love. We're gonna go off. We're gonna get married right now. Yeah, that was great. Even though there's there's certain there's certain laws. There's a. Uh, <laughs> What was it, Tony Curtis? Because at some point, Jack Lemon just forgets that he's pretending to be a woman. Yeah, he's right. like, yeah, I'm going to marry a millionaire. After they went dancing. <laughs> After they went dancing. With the blindfolded. Yeah. The blindfolded. Cubans, yeah. The, the players. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Gave him a nice like, uh, bracelet and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Diamond like, Where's bracelet. my bracelet? Yeah. I love how. That whole scene. Like He's like, oh, didn't you get the flowers I sent you? you know, yeah. Oh, but look, can we point out that Tony Curtis is doing the worst impression of um oh I had his name up until Judy Judy not Judy but you know what I'm talking about uh Cary Grant oh, okay yeah. he's doing like the worst Cary Grant impression of all time <laughs> like it's Cary Grant with some Cockney thrown in like it's he's talking like accent. this everything he says he's doing it like this and it's like it's Cary Grant well, with it, a horrible it, British <laughs> it reminds me of the guy from uh, IT Crowd oh yeah a little bit <laughs> oh uh. Uh, Moss, is that yeah, <laughs> Moss, yeah. yeah, he has the same. He does have a little bit of a sort of a Daniel Radcliffe to him when he <laughs> talks. He's got that, but but yeah, he's doing. But he's it's clearly to me the way he's over enunciating that he's trying to do Cary Grant. But then the weird rocks in. I I felt like he was he was literally making fun of Cary Grant, who was another huge star at the time. You know, leading man. So, turning. In fact, I think Tony Curtis and Cary Grant were in a film. Uh, were they in Operation Petticoat together? Someone looked that up for me. Great film. Uh, they, yes. paint, they have to paint a submarine pink. It's a great movie. It carries itself on that alone. Pink torpedo. That sounds. Was it a submarine? It might have been like a destroyer. <laughs> I don't remember at this point. But I, either way, it felt to me like he was directly making fun of Cary Grant in the most unflattering voice possible. As when he was pretending to be the millionaire yacht owner and trying to woo sugar. He was in Star Games. Well, there you go. Stargate? Games. Star Games SG-31. Roseanne. Okay, yeah, so how, oh, let's, I mean, unless you guys, want, do we have other plot points or anything to talk about? Or do you want to try start talking about this in comparison to the criteria? Yeah, let's do that. Let's so what, what's some, the criteria some, here? So, so number one, let's let's so let's compare the two Star Wars and some like it hot. So okay. number one, they're both over sixty minutes long. So tie. Okay, right? nailed it. Yeah. 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 Number two, the, they're both American films. So tie. Yep. Number okay. three right. might be a little bit more difficult. Critical recognition, formal. Nope. Commendation. Love Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, I think some they're like both. If you, go to, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, some like it hot does edge out a new hope by uh, on the critic score. Yeah, because it's yes, critical reception, critic not score. audience okay. reception. They're both so, certified fresh. Uh, new Hope comes in at ninety three, and uh, some like it hot comes in at ninety seven. Real? Okay. Yeah, the yeah, meta, so. meta score ninety seven on IMDb is that the same score? I assume. Okay, uh, so very probably. similar there. Um, yeah, my opinion it on it. I mean, 
I, I don't know how much opinion I can well, have. Well, let's on let's walk critics. through the list before yeah. we do our. Okay, work. gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, number four, major award winner, Star Wars, won a heck of a ton of awards. Yeah, it did. And some like a hot one. Didn't win any Oscars. Main, it, well, it won one Oscar for best <laughs> costume black and white movie. Because I guess <laughs> they separated the, the uh, Oscars the, are such a joke. They, they <laughs> separated the costumes in black and white and color back then. So that's and why it, the color didn't automatically win. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's why. Because yep. the, uh, the the major movie that the year it was uh, nominated was uh, Ben Hur, and Ben Hur pretty much. Oh yeah. Won all the awards. Yeah. That year. So there, right. there's kind of no no hope for that because <laughs> yeah. Ben Hur's terrible. But oh, uh, so I, I so, eh, it's, it's okay. boring. What about the part with Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Gives him water. You mean George Clooney going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George. Oh, I didn't <laughs> see the new one. So I think on number four, Star Wars edges it out uh, one way or another. Yep. Star number Wars five, in the lead. Popularity oh, wait, over time. <laughs> I it's the think Star Wars popularity handily. over time. Yeah, obviously yeah. that's Star. Wars. I mean, it's a longer period uh, yeah. of time, but I okay. Let's go back. We don't. Let, have, let's go back twenty years, and I would say that Star Wars was we bigger then than some like it hot. We don't have eight sequels to some like it hot. Star, well, that doesn't mean it. I say Star Wars is bigger now just, than some like it hot was twenty years ago. I feel like that's the well, best. Way. I, that's yeah. easy. I mean, look yeah. at the box office. Yeah. So uh, that's a point in Star Wars favor there. Historical significance. That's a hard one to judge. Okay. It is because well, this, all, it, this it, is a genre. Starter. It is, but it isn't. I mean, when you, when you go down to the brass tacks, obviously the historical significance of Star Wars way outpaces anything that. Well, I feel like, like it hot. Did. I feel like this, this film kind of, it took comedy that felt like you were on a soundstage 100% of the time and it didn't feel quite as compacted. It didn't feel quite as cheap as some of the older comedies where it was like, Oh, we're at Hal Roach studios again for the, you know what I mean? Like this felt film, I think for a comedy felt like they were branching out a little bit. So I think it widened, it might've helped widen comedies uh, to not just be the cheap thing that we do over a weekend on the back lot, you know? Not saying that much of this wasn't on the back lot. There's some pretty stiff sets in this film. Well, that's 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 all nice, but I know I know I'm. But <laughs> you've you've stated it plainly. I'm right. taking it down to the to the tax here. Sure. Um. So I will give it credit for that. But yeah, Star Wars more or less invented the space western, if you want to call uh, it, or the space opera, the space. And it, it took science fiction. I mean, I know George Lucas' intent was to do Buck Rogers and all that crap, but it's not. It's not no. that. He it, combined he, a bunch of different things. Influence. Yeah. I don't know if he would say that that's what was his intention. Well, I know I, that was the influence. Yeah, but I mean, Star Wars kind of defined a, a type of science fiction that I don't think has any other representation. Well, I mean, what was science fiction before, before that? Or that much after. I mean, the most successful science fiction prior to that was like Planet of the Apes. 2001. Yeah. I mean, so that's it. It took something that was well. That's why everybody passed on it. And, yeah. And you know they barely got 20th Century Fox to distribute it. Yeah. It was because George Lucas gave up all the points 
and said, yeah. give, me, give me the toys. And they went, all right, good luck. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because we're like, yeah, we're, we're not selling any Planet of the Apes toys. So yeah. mm, no, go ahead. Sure. No, I don't we made the all action the figures, money. Uh, don't have any articulation in the mouth, just like in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I mean, I think I, obviously I, I agree. It's, it's point Star Wars. It's hard. And, yeah. It's hard to doubt that Star Wars was not historically significant. Seeing as if you would ask anyone on the street, well, have you seen some like it hot? And sure, what, what yeah, yeah. what right. how I mean, does that affect easy. you? Uh, right. No, nobody's gonna say that. Um, so finally, the second, the last criteria: cultural impact on American society. So obviously, I feel both like it's of that them different from the last question. Yeah, I mean, so obviously, both of them had cultural no. impact, mm -hmm. but I mean, the amount did and Star Wars? It was very different kind of impact but did star wars inspire any presidents to boink anybody <laughs> maybe not <laughs> or president's brothers while we're uh, I'm sorry going back to number six i'm reading through kind of like the the expanded uh explanation of that so it's of moving images through technical innovation visionary narrative devices or other groundbreaking achievements so i think if you think about the technical innovation with Making Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I mean, Star Wars. I mean, it's he hands created, down. Yeah, yeah, he created a whole. I won't throw some like it hot completely out of the game. There's probably no. going to be some things on this list where I go, meh. Some like it hot did really feel at if you can picture it at the time as someone who's watched a lot of older comedies, mm -hmm. I can go, okay, this is this felt more modern. Like I was saying at the top, felt more right. modern. So right. it probably was a turning point, but you just can't. I mean, I feel bad for anybody who go up against Star Wars in this category. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this should be hands down Star Wars number yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, there, I, I just, it's not even close. Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of how it changed cinema. Yeah. Know, yeah. Going forward. I mean, to the point that, you know, his company, his, you know, his ILM is still producing yeah. <laughs> special effects for just about every movie. I mean, some like it hot still had their credits in the front. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, sorry, going back to the last one, let's do the cultural impact. Right. Um, so cultural impact. How do you measure that? <laughs> yeah. I, th I measure so, it in Star Wars. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> how many I think Star you have to go Wars in their like favor, but I mean, you know, some like hot obviously had its cultural impact. Well, I yeah, would imagine. Especially on a lot yeah. of 13 year old boys who snuck into the theater. My <laughs> gosh. Sure. I mean, well, I mean, I don't think the raciness was the cultural. <laughs> impact. It's I my mean, cultural. The fact impact. That, that you've got, you know, two big name actors that are willing to get, you know, at in 1959. Right. And see, I don't think it was a stretch for Jack Lemon. Maybe. I mean, it was, it was probably a stretch for both of them, but not as much. But Tony Curtis. And then doing it as well as he did sure. was probably jaw dropping for a lot of people. Sure. Right. So that, I mean, and yeah, that, I mean, that type of subject, I mean, cross-dressing and, and I mean, yeah. So, I mean, they had a uh, pseudo inner, inner, uh, like a uh, lesbian kiss, I guess, <laughs> kind of, kind of. Yeah. Which was, I think that's uh, a lot of people had problems with it back when it was, you know, released, but possibly. Yeah. I, 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 for for us, none of us being alive at that time, it's hard to really yeah. gauge what the culture was talking about it at the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can tell you, I've had discussions with my parents about it, and they, neither one of them liked the film. Mm -hmm. They were alive at the time, so I don't know. Well, of course, they would have been pretty young. I mean, they were born in 52, so this is 59. I know, my parents are 12 years old when this movie comes out. Right. Now, at the yeah. same time, my parents, my, especially my mom, likes the old movie, so that she still watches them, she knows all of them. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, that so that doesn't mean that she doesn't have her own opinion on it, but um, you know, so I, I would imagine that some of those old prejudices and you know, thoughts and feelings maybe got color, in the way of color, it at the time. Color that did, you know, opinion? did Star Wars know. have that? Um I mean, we're literally yeah, we're almost answering the reverse of this question. Yeah. Yeah, because Star Wars wasn't I mean, wouldn't offend anybody. Unless you were, a no, there were probably a lot of people who were like, "Oh, this childish nonsense! It's gonna cause everybody to well, be stupid." Well, yeah, but you're not offended I've, by anything I've heard of, in the movie. Uh, directors and and filmmakers say that Star Wars was the reason they got into the business. Oh yeah, I don't hear yeah, that about absolutely. something like a hot. Well, you gotta go back twenty years. Did you hear it then? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to judge it on a sliding time scale. I didn't. I didn't. I've never heard it ever. Yeah. No Ever? matter how far I go back, I've never heard it. It's a good movie. Wow. Go back. How far do you go back? As far as I need to. Well, I feel like on the grading scale, I think all around it's, it. you know, with only the Metacritic score or the meta score for the critic score, I think Star Wars takes it in every other yeah. contestable category. Pretty, pretty easily, pretty handily. Yeah. So I let's go I'd... around. Uh, is it? Let's go around and just say, <laughs> is it better or not better than Star Wars? So. Okay. All right. Corey, go first. Is this better than Star Wars? I'm going to say not or better. No. That's not not. <laughs> I don't have to play by your rules. Yes, you do. Mike, that was my answer better, to you. Uh, my answer better. to Howie was no, and also my answer to the question is no. This is an emphatic no. <laughs> not. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. To... I love the movie. Wait, yeah, wait, I'm gonna make it unanimous and say no. I it absolutely isn't better than Star Wars. But Actually, yeah, I'm you're say right. It's still a really. It's it's worth seeing. It yeah. definitely deserves it, to be on the list. Watch. That's yeah. the thing coming out of this. Like I was, I was gonna be like, all right, this is gonna be interesting. We'll see how this idea of we'll see how the scheme of Garrick's goes. <laughs> and I watched the movie. And I was like, I really like that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 so... There aren't that many movies from the fifties that I really like, and I really like this movie. I mean, I know it's number one in the the comedy category, and I'm like, I, yeah, I can I see why it's up there. It's no, I could make an argument for yeah, that. I can make an argument for it. It's no money pit. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's not like laugh out loud funny, but it's like, oh, that's pretty awesome. It it, it definitely is continuous. It doesn't really funny. It doesn't really drag hardly at all. Barely it moves. It, it moves. It moves well. To me, to me it ends before it's overstayed. It's welcomed, but it doesn't cut itself off mid midline like it some seven year itch did where it just went, All right, we're out of budget, go home. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like holy grail jarring when it ended. Mm-hmm. So uh, there uh, is it the funniest movie of all time? Probably probably not. No. Is it the best comedy of all this, time? Probably not. Nah, I, I have but, a hard I have a hard time saying that too. Yeah. Because there's well, there's a lot of other older movies like that that I like better than this. But I, back to I. Like, I remember I watching people choking on popcorn at Home Alone. For God's sake! Yeah, right. Seriously, <laughs> no. But what you were saying, Garrick, it's it's not much of a laugh out loud. I would say I giggled at this. Yeah, most of the yeah. way through. Yeah, there were lines yeah. that I actually did audibly chuckle. Right, which it usually it takes a bit for me to do that, unless I'm really in a goofy mood, and then I'll just howl at everything like an idiot, like Mike watching anything. <laughs> um. But yeah. yeah, no, this this movie is 
legitimately good. I, I did not yeah. expect that. I really yeah. didn't yeah. expect it to but be. But absolutely, Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon make like this if movie. my if, oh, if Josie great. like you know if my wife got home, my daughter goes, oh, "Mommy, you want to watch the movie?" I'd sit down and watch it again tomorrow, without having a problem. And also, yeah. it's longer than I expect. I don't know how long it was. But a lot of hour, it was longer than an hour. I know that. I know that. We know that. I'll, I'll tell calls. you what this this movie. Yeah, it's two hours long. It's a long movie for a comedy. I'm still trying then. to look that up and verify that. But this movie really solidified for me the fact that I really like 121. Jack, Jack yeah, Lemon aspect ratio 1.37. He's he's oh, more <laughs> brilliant than I <laughs> ever gave him credit. Jack Lemon is one of my favorite comedic actors of all time. Absolutely, hands down, maybe top three. Tan, absolutely, maybe. <laughs> absolutely, maybe. <laughs> I haven't thought about it very well, but I feel like I can commit to top three. I adore Jack Lemon, and when he died, even though he hadn't made anything in several years, I was like, legitimately, like when my mom told me Chris Farley. Yeah, I worship Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. She sat me down. I have something to tell you. That guy you like died. I'm like, who? The funny guy. <laughs> the funny exactly. one. Jack she's Lemon. like trying to tread light, lightly, and she tells me the the guy, the guy who's the Saturday Night Live guy. I'm like, oh, Chris Farley, and she's like, yeah. I went, oh, that sucks. When Jack Lemon died, when I was older and more sensitive, because you get sometimes more sensitive. Did you shed a tear, buddy. I didn't. I don't know that I cried, but I like. I had a melancholy evening. I was like, that really sucks because yeah. that's that's like that's an era coming to a close. Of course, Walter Matthau practically dove into the grave right after, after him. Yeah. It was just what, like a month at best or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, Jack Lemon. I he's someone I would say just go pick any Jack Lemon movie and watch it. There's one that she's in. He's in with uh, Sally Field, not Sally Field. Jeez, that's wrong. I mean, it might be <laughs> uh, uh, McLean, Shirley McLean. Sorry, I was getting my Magnolias confused, Garrick. Um, and, yeah, get it straight, dude. And she's a very young Shirley McLean, and that film is just phenomenal. Like the whole movie takes place in like an apartment. Like comedies did back then, sure, right? Uh, but but and I, honestly, I still feel like grumpy old men. I don't care how nineties it is. To me, grumpy old men is a cinematic masterpiece. And anybody says good stuff. No, I uh, I saw it for the first time a month or so ago. I still can't believe that. It's Pretty like watching. Funny. It's like you hadn't seen Hook until recently. Well, like I said, I had watched some like it hot for the first time. You know, a couple months ago. Yeah, my wife was like, okay, now that you've seen that, you've got to watch grumpy old. Oh my gosh, grumpy old men. And I love grumpier old men as well, sure. but not quite as much as grumpy old men. Yeah. yeah. And just the the one thing I didn't like, Jack Lemon was came into some like it hot with all cylinders firing. Yeah. And it, he was getting under my skin for the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Like he has this laugh when he gets too excited when he gets dressed up as a lady, yeah. where he laughs everything like, <laughs> like <laughs> Like and everything, and I'm like, all right, there, you know, uh, slightly whiplash dog thing. Let's dial it back, you know. I gotta say, for Tony Curtis though, too, I'm not a big Tony Curtis fan. I'm I've never, not either. But that movie, wow! <laughs> I just thought he did a great job. The, the two of them sold it. well together. Yeah, because they were so different. I yeah, th- right. And that was the thing; they were so different on how they approached their situation. Mm-hmm. You know. Tony Curtis just nervous the whole time. His eye, his eyes are going back and forth yeah. in every scene. It's just whereas like, Jack Lemmon's just getting more and more relaxed <laughs> right. the whole time until, until he forgets that he's an actually a man. Yeah. And then he I'm a boy. I'm a boy. I'm a boy. I'm a boy. You're a boy. I'm a girl. I'm well, a boy. just so you know, the budget on this was sh- just shy of three million. Yeah. Okay. And it it grossed twenty five. 
Oh, there you go. That's a lot that's for a back, back then. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good return. Made it back yeah. in space. And it would, uh, I don't know if it would make you guys happy to know, but when they redid this list in 2007, some like it hot, the critics agreed with us. It was actually not better than Star Wars. Hey! After all. Yay! We win! <laughs> all right. So where did they reposition? Uh, Wait, uh, Star Wars oh, moved up to 13, and Some Like It Hot dropped eight places to 22. Nobody look up yeah. what the other movie was that fell below Star Wars, because that's all going to be part of the fun going forward Yay. when we continue the Is It Better Than Star Wars? Wars, Wars, Wars. And apparently, okay, so the film takes place in 29, right? Yeah. They apparently did not care that it took place in 29, because no. most of what they said happened well after 29. Most of what they said, yeah, like Shell Company, oh, like Shell Oil. yeah, just Shell Oil Junior. I mean, most of the things that they referred to or did, yeah, were like 30s and 40s, yeah, not no, 29. You no, know, once they get past the Valentine's Day massacre, yeah, no, there's nothing no. 1929s about nope, this not movie. Really not. They don't refer to prohibition at all. When they talk they get, about the nope. Brooklyn Dodgers, which did not exist, yeah, in 29. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, there's some other things. It's kind of funny. It was yeah. terrible. Just a, it was but just so historically it, inaccurate. It, it didn't matter. No, that wasn't. The, no, was, no. I don't think the they cared. They needed they a reason for these setting. guys to be running from the mob. So yeah. they went hey, <laughs> 29. Yeah, nine, 29. That works. Oh, that was mobsters back then, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 29. <laughs> and trains that went from Chicago to Miami. <laughs> 29. <Probably. laughs> so, anyway. I think that's enough to tie this one off safely. Won't you run out to uh, to Twitter? Follow us at FlyCasual1138. Look at the bio. Click on the link. Join us on the Discord. Part of the conversation. Everything's a blast. Wee-hoo! Also, run out and review the podcast. Give us a nice little review to reach more listeners just like you. Uh, very touchy. Very, I mean, Especially that mic guy. Yeah. When those shorts get hiked up. Mm. Out. Actually, Mm-mm-mm. just close your eyes. You go blind otherwise. Mm. Yep. Uh, and yeah, join us Something in like those it. places because that's where we enjoy. It. We're on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook. You can do that thing too. I, mean, I don't know stuff. Yeah, really good time. And uh, we're going to be coming back again next week with some more hot, hot fly casual. So make sure you subscribe. Don't be one of those one one at a timey people. Throw on that subscribe button. You can set a re- download limit. I'm fine with that. But you know, dump a few on there at a time. It's feels good. Feels good, man. Feels and good, I think man. Next week we're talking about some more anime. Is that right? Shut up. What? We are. We haven't, we haven't discussed Sweet. it. Don't try to Yay! shoehorn that crap back in there. Anime. Anime. Woo! Oh wait, yeah. Next time I won't be participating. So go right ahead. <laughs> oh, that makes it no fun. You're going to participate, just not at all. No, I won't. I won't be no. participating nope. that day. I will be I will be drugged up. Actually, we might be bed. taking the next six months off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should probably make an announcement that my my dulcet tones are going to probably be uh, they're going to never did for a while. They're going to never come back. Yep, that's, you're never going to get them back. That's right. I'm having a trach done just so I can use one of those little voice talker things. That, you know, <laughs> I want to talk. No, hopefully that doesn't happen. But I am having <laughs> exterminate. A, I am going to be having a procedure done where I might lose my Best voice. Best I can time so we will see after the next couple episodes what my return i just have this feeling like like the next day you're gonna be fine i know right i'm hoping that's the case like when they you know with like when they took the breathing tube out of my kid after surgery she's not gonna be able to cry for a couple weeks (laughs) or like a couple Mm -hmm. days and literally like it hasn't even left her mouth she's like oh 
they're all looking at each other like, whoa, this kid's pipes are lubed. <laughs> That's what they said right there. It was weird. I was uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. a, little, a little bit. A weird, yeah. weird thing. But in the meantime, I'm Corey over there's Mike. 99. Over there's Howie. I um forgot to hit record. Nah, well, oh, I see the red bitch. light from here, Howie. You can't pull the wool oh, over. Or is it a blue light? Yeah, oh, Which wet. light do oh. you want to take? Blue. Why, oh, why didn't I take the blue? There's a green light and a red I'll light, which look pill. very distinct from each other because I'm not colorblind. So none. None of those. None of those. Mm. Over there's Garrick. Blue plate. Blue plate. Would you rather Tony Curtis or Jack Lemon? Jack Lemon. Ooh. Ooh. Tony Curtis. I feel like Tony Curtis would have better legs. Yeah. Tony and he has a yacht, so that's cool. Reduce you to jelly. A fake yacht. <laughs> oh, it's fake. Plus, like then, if you get pregnant, you might be Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, and that'd be cool. Whoa! Because then, like a Thanksgiving Friday you get situation, for guests. This all works out in my head. <gasps> That's my dream. Plus, Tony Curtis makes killer turkey. You could go to anime <laughs> conventions in cosplay, or like with with that whole family. Oh! Mm-hmm. I died.